Welcome to the Real Turf Techs Podcast for the technician that wants to get real. Follow along as we talk to industry professionals and address hot topics that we all face. Along the way, we'll learn tips and tricks. I'm your host, Trent Manning. Let's have some fun. Welcome to the Real Turf Techs Podcast, Episode 55. Today, we're talking to Ken Nail, Equipment Manager at Heritage Pines Country Club in Hudson, Florida. Heritage Pines Country Club is a private 18-hole course designed by Ron Garl. Ken is the sole technician in the shop. They have mostly Toro mowers and a mixed fleet of carts. Let's talk to Ken. Welcome, Ken, to the Real Turf Techs Podcast. How you doing today? Thanks for having me, Brent. Absolutely. Tell us how you got into the turf industry. A young guy. I joined the Marine Corps. Spent four years active duty. Decided I did not want to play those games anymore. So I got out. Just kind of bumming around doing this, doing that. My buddy said, come out golf course so I can get you a job. Went out there and I worked there for three years. Started working my way up. Bunkers, did some irrigation, started to spray. And I decided that uh, I wanted to go back into the Marine Corps. So I put all that to the side. I went back active duty until 99. When I got out, there was a Marine Corps base in California looking for a spray tech. I went to go apply. And as I'm waiting for the superintendent to come in off the field, I'm talking to the mechanic. And he had a 68 Camaro. And we started talking about the cars. Mm-hmm. He says, you're a mechanic? I said, I'm a gearhead. And he just looks at me and says, you're not going to be a spray tech. You're coming in the shop. I spent... 10 years there. Oh, wow. Okay. Man, was an amazing tech. Taught me everything I know. Where were you at in California? Miramar, San Diego. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Did you attend the golf show in San Diego? No, I didn't attend it. I think I'm going next year, though. Okay. Know, that, that's, a, that's a good push from Florida, for sure. Yeah. I didn't know if you still had some friends or family or something. Somebody put you I up. Do. I do. I got friends out there, but I just... Okay. It was a busy year. Cool. Tell us if you relief grind or not. I would love to, but I have Bernard's. So I can't. Gotcha. Did you before? I, I learned how to relief grind on a Foley 388. Okay. All right. I think that was before my time. Yeah. It was the, the golf course bought in 1969 when they opened, and that was the grinder we were still using in the 2000s. Wow. Yeah. Those things run forever. I'll give them that. Yeah, a great grinder. It's manual, and you did each play of the reel one at a time. But mm-hmm. once you got the hang of it, it went pretty quick. Very cool. Tell us something you've fabricated lately. It's been a while, but the center booms on the John Deere HD 200s, the one that holds the side ones up, mm-hmm. we had one fail, and they were not going to spend the 600 bucks to buy a new one. So I redid all of the bracing and brackets basically took something that was rotted out and turned it back around and they're still using it today. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. I got a picture of me standing on it. Yeah. I'm standing on it. I think that's going to last a little while. Yeah. That's cool. Very cool. We had an operator. We have uh, one bridge on the course that you're not allowed to go across because it's not wide enough for the sprayer. And he went across it and I mean, it wrecked it. And I just bought another one. Luckily, I, we had enough money or whatever. But I had to take some time, I would think, to get that put back together. Yeah, it was our backup unit. So I could take my time with it. Right, right. I got you. What's your favorite tool? My eyes. 
Okay. I hadn't heard that one yet. Why is your eyes your favorite tool? Yeah, check the, the quality cut. Do it in the morning. And I'll do it also in the afternoon after it dries. Because once it dries, it will show a lot more flaws if there are any. True. And let's okay. face it, our job is more than just changing oil. It's the cut. Superintendent's not happy with the cut. He's not going to be happy no matter what you do inside the shop. Yeah, it doesn't matter how good you can change oil if you can't yeah. set up a cutting unit and make it look right on the grass. For sure. I like it. Eyes. You heard it here first on the Real Turf Techs podcast from Ken. The first one, yay for me. Yep, that was good. What do you do to relax or find your balance? Boating. I got a boat. I spent a lot of time on it, probably too much. At least the wife says so. <laughs> what what kind of boat? A uh, 22-foot pontoon. Okay. All right. I'll, just go out and I'll just sit out there. It's so common and relaxed and just sit out there and no one to talk to the veg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And you are you usually by yourself? Do you take the wife? I, I take the wife. She does her thing, I do mine. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. It works out best that way sometimes. Tell us something strange you've seen at work. I, I saw this question on the list and I have a few. Some not PG, but I'll give you a PG one. I was in a course we had a, a flat bunker next to the driving range. If it had a three inch dip in it, I'm exaggerating. But every time it rained, it would collect every leaf that fell off the course. Mm -hmm. And the superintendent told the bunker crew to go out and clean the leaves out of the trap. And I get a call, and they got the John Deere trap rake stuck in the leaves. They dropped the cultivator down, and it was stuck. (laughs) Still don't know how they did it. But I got a picture of that, too. I had to take a picture of that one. Yeah, how did they do that with it not being that deep? There were just so many leaves in there? there. There were so many leaves. Why they didn't go in, you know, hand rake like they were supposed to, but right. it is what it is. Yeah, you never can tell what's uh, going through the golf course crew person's mind. A lot of times I don't think it's work. I don't think it's ever work. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Always thinking about something else. You got any other strange or funny stories? This was back when I was an operator. It was one of those rare disgustingly cold days in Tampa. And for some reason, we were out mowing tees. I come up to 18, and the 18 tee was elevated going down into a pond. I see the other tee mower guy walking back to the shop. I'm going, why the hell is he walking back to the shop? And I see his hat floating across the pond. He had whipped her, and right down the slope, the mower went. Nice. He didn't get a drop of water on him. So the, the mower went in, but he didn't get wet. He did not get wet. So how did y'all retrieve it? Sadly, I was a little bit of a total pole. I got in the water. Put the chain to it. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, why didn't he get in the water? He was told to go break traps. Okay. No, when he went to go get on the bunker rake, super, no, I didn't say take the bunker rake. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. by the time he got down to, I want you to walk the course to break the traps, he'd walked off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Live and learn. Yep. So what was one of your pet peeves around the shop? parking in front of my door i love it yes that aggravates me to no end yeah i don't understand it and i tell them when they park in front of the door that we're on a 200 acre property and you chose here to park your vehicle why is there yeah, not any just, other place normally i'll just pull it around the building park it in front yes yep i've been known to do that too 
And depending on how busy I am or not busy I am, the further I drive. Or depending on how much exercise I want, I'll drive. And when they're looking for their cars, oh, it's over number 5T. Oh, sadly, our maintenance building is nowhere near the course, so I just I can't take it out of the compound. It's too long of a walk. I got you. I got you. That does teach them a lesson. So you alluded to this. Who's your mentor in the industry? The guy who taught me at Miramark is he taught me everything I know about cut after cut, how to set up a reel. The guy was just amazing. What was his, his name? name? His name was Mike, Mike Ernsberger. Okay. Is he still working? He's retired. Okay. Retired. Awesome. So what's one of the most valuable lessons you learned from Mike? It's grass. It will grow back no matter how bad we screw the cut up. There you go. Yep. I love it. Unless it's uh, wintertime. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that's a very true statement and always bring it up. J.R. Wilson, he says, all we're doing is making tall grass short. That's all we're doing. Yeah. When you look at it, that is, that's all we're doing. What would be your dream job or opportunity? I don't know how to answer that question because you should go into every job as it being your dream job. Yeah, I could see that. But if you could do anything, what would it be? Retirement. Live live on a boat full time? Yeah, live on a boat full time. Okay. Nothing wrong. I worked since I was 13. So, yeah, that's starting at a young age. What was your first job at 13? I hung tobacco on a tobacco farm in Georgia. Oh, okay. Where at in Georgia? Small town called Swainsboro. Okay. I've heard of Swainsboro down south, below the Nat line. Mm hmm. Yeah. Familiar with that. What technician would you work for a day? I'd like to go up to Bob's up north. He, I follow him on Twitter, and he just he seems to be a very smart guy. I like to pick his brain. Yeah, Bob, he's definitely one of the best in our industry, and it's great that he shares all this knowledge that he has, and he's putting all that in his blog, so it's a great resource. I know he's Bob Shop on Twitter. I don't remember he's exactly. He's Bob Shop on Twitter. Do you know what his website is? Not off the top of my head. I'd have to, I got it written down someplace. Yep, for sure. Bob, he's one of the best and really appreciate what he does for the industry. And it's like a, a lot of us, we're, we're willing to help and share knowledge and all that kind of stuff. And well, I think it's one of the best industries. What do you know now you wish you'd known on day one? I used to be the grumpy mechanic. I I've wish I learned. Early on that, you get a little more help from the operators not getting ticked off every time they did something. Yeah, I've been there too. I was definitely one of the grumpy guys. And you're exactly right. You get way more out of it if you can be a little more friendly. Not that's the easiest thing to do sometimes. Sometimes it's not. Yeah. Every golf course has got that one guy that just can screw anything up just by looking at it. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think some of them anyway are not doing it intentionally. They just have really bad luck. Get ready for tips and tricks. What are the latest tips and tricks you've seen or you would like to share with us? Communication with the crew is important because if you can't communicate with them, they're not going to come up and say, hey, is this right? Is this wrong? How can I do this better and not damage the machine or use the machine for not what it's designed for? True, true. That's something I'm really working on right now. What are some of the things you're doing to communicate more effectively with the crew? Like when they load up the club cars and that pile of sand, 
keep three feet over the bed. This okay. guy goes, a little too much weight for this cart. Let's clean some of it out. And that way that cart's there for you to use tomorrow. Oh. Nope. Very true. And yeah, I don't know why they do it, but they do it. Just keep piling it on because it's the same amount as shovels or, you know, scoops in a bucket or, or whatever. Yeah. Just, I guess they want to save a few trips, but using carts for not what they were designed for, not good. What what other kind of tips or tricks? That's a big one I'm working on right now. I did take a couple of 5H and cut them off so I could always have one in my pocket. Okay. You tech mowers, you don't need a full-size 5H, especially on the Toro dual points. Mm-hmm. As long as you keep them looped up, they're not going to freeze. So you don't need much leverage to, to click them over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. I have as a blue point that I got off the snap-on truck, and it's an adjustable wrench, but it will open to a 5 eighths, and it's only about four inches long. And that's one reason I love that wrench. I use it all the time for everything. <laughs> Not that I'm a huge fan of adjustable wrench. They have their place, but it comes in super handy. I don't leave a house without that 5 eighths in my pocket. It's just it's got to that point where... I going out to dinner with the wife and that five eight is floating around in my pocket someplace. No, that's good. Good. What else do you want to talk about? I saw a post on Facebook today and it, it got deleted rather quickly because I, I may have gone off a little bit. The guy was complaining about an operator breaking something that was probably not his fault to begin with. But I, an assistant superintendent chimed up and said, you mechanics should be happy that people break things so you can have a job. And of course, I came out with who's going to grind it, who's going to change the fluids, who's going to diagnose electrical issues, hydraulic issues. He's like, you can get anyone to do that for 10 bucks. Like, okay. And I, I went to go to reply to that. And by then, it has already been deleted. I was like, hmm, I had a nice juicy one. Yeah. What rock is he living under? Yeah. And I would feel guilty paying somebody to be a technician for 10 bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. No matter if assistant or whatever. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know, but... Like they say, there there's some of those people in every group, and there is. that's definitely one reason I stick to Twitter. And I'm not on Facebook much. I got a Facebook account, but I don't look at it a whole lot, and I never post anything on there. And occasionally I'll look in the groups on Facebook, but again, I don't ever post anything, just because everybody's so negative in there. That's what I'm finding. But it was my first step in. The- getting out of my comfort zone and talking to other people. And I understand that, but I've told this story several times. The guy that had to preface his question with, I'm new to the industry. Please don't beat me up too bad. Here's my question. And you shouldn't have to do that, in my opinion. You should just ask your question and people give you. I've been doing it for 22 years now. There's stuff I don't. Right. Yeah, Yeah. The episode that dropped today was Tim Thurston. And he's been doing it 43 years. He still don't know everything. And obviously he knows a lot more than a lot of us, but he still don't know it. He learns something new every day. Yeah, I learn something new every day. Exactly. So if for the listeners, if you're looking for a place to go, I recommend Twitter. And we also have the Real Turf Techs community WhatsApp group. And you're in the WhatsApp group. I am in the WhatsApp group. Yep. And they talk a lot in there. They do. I I asked a question there because I had a, after cut issue, I was looking at that I knew was thatch, but the superintendent was like, it's not thatch. And it was thatch. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. And how did that help you or did it help you? 
I, I walked in his office and he was like, I'm not sure it's Thatch. I think we're dragging the bed knife. And I, I popped out the WhatsApp group and I said, and showed him all the replies with some pictures. Guy up north sent some pictures of the same issue I was having. And he's at Statch because we haven't been at the vertical. And he, he looked at me and he was like, turn the groomers on and we'll raise the height of up a little bit. Okay. All right. So he might not have wanted to agree with it, but he did. And sometimes it's hard to admit that you're wrong. I, I think there's a there was a few issues. Thatch is the main one, but there's some other issues besides Thatch. They hadn't had a mechanic in two and a half months. Right. So none of the reels had touched the grinder in two and a half months. Mm-hmm. And they finally got a sharp cut. And we lowered height as soon as I ground them. True, true. Yep, I got you. That's it. All right. Let's do uh, some. I'm an easy, easy interview. No, and that's good. And that's the thing that that I like about interviewing. We're all different. And some of them are 30-minute interviews, and some of them are an hour and 15. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Maybe it gives the listeners a break. They don't have to listen to me as much. I'm about eight episodes behind. Yeah, you got some catching up to do then. Yeah. Honestly, I appreciate you listening. And I never dreamed this would turn into what it has, but I keep it's saying It's an amazing that. show. I love what you're doing for the industry. Thank you. Thank you very much. And it's it's been very rewarding. So we're going to keep doing it. Let's do some rapid fire. What's your favorite movie? Heartbreak Ridge. Great movie. What would be your last meal? Three-inch New York strip. Yes. I love it. I love it. Red me, baby. What are you most proud of? Watching my son turn into a decent human being. Hell yeah. I can agree with that. That is, yeah. Because he was a little troubled there for a while. Then he finally got his head out of his butt. And it's just amazing to see him turn around and be a good human being. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can definitely relate. And when I was a teenager, I had my head in my butt. and So did I. Yeah, I, th- I think we all probably went through that. And I thought my dad was dumb and he didn't know anything. And then at the age I am now, I look back and say, that old man knew what he was talking about. I won't <laughs> argue that at all. True. Tell the listeners how they can get a hold of you. I'm on Twitter. I think it's at Cali Real Tech is my handle. That sounds right. And I'll make sure and we'll tag you when the episode drops. Email is knail1969 at gmail.com. And you can find me on Facebook. I probably don't reply to that as often as I should. That's mostly for family, but you really need to get a hold of me. Very cool. Thank you so much for coming on, Ken. And I wish you the best down there in Florida. It sounds like you probably got your hands full. If they hadn't had a technician in a couple months, stuff starts I'm down to one Timor I got to grind, and then I'm caught up, and I can get it on a good program. Awesome. Definitely don't hesitate to uh, reach out if you ever need anything, and we'll see you in the WhatsApp group. I appreciate it, Trent. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed hearing from Ken. I think he made a valid point on communication with the crew. And I want to try something new here today. If you have a Twitter account, get on there, tag Real Turf Tech, and let us know how you communicate with your crew. And don't forget about our WhatsApp group. If you're interested in that, let me know. See you, bye.
Thank you so much for listening to the Real Turf Text Podcast. I hope you learned something today. Don't forget to subscribe. If you have any topics you would like to discuss or you'd like to be a guest, find us on Twitter at Real Turf Text. See you bye.